We're looking for people who have been blessed by this free podcast and our free daily marriage prayer emails and who want to help be a blessing to others. Creating and hosting this podcast and sending out our daily emails do incur a financial cost. And we want to invite you to join our faithful patron team to help financially support these resources so that they can remain free for all who need them. Please join our patron team today and become one of the faithful financial supporters who desires to help bless thousands of marriages around the world. Your support will help us pay for the creation, hosting, and promotion of our podcast and daily emails. Thank you, and we hope to see you become a Marriage After God patron. Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith, your host of the Marriage After God podcast. If we're all being honest, we would recognize that there is a discrepancy between who we are and who we desire to be. And right now, we are going to dive into this idea and find some encouragement along the way. Would you please take some time today and share this episode on your social media? Share it with your friends, share it with your family, invite them to listen along with you. Um, it'd, it'd be an awesome conversation starter. Some people have even taken our podcast and turned them into little Bible studies. and They meet with a few couples to go through them. And I think it would be an awesome way to help grow the, the show, the reach of it. Um, and then lastly, before we move on, um, we wanted to bring up a new way that um, we are inviting people to help support this podcast. Uh, we don't do ads, if you've noticed. The only ads we talk about, we talk about our books um, and our free prayer, prayer emails that we send out every day. Uh, but one, one way you can support is you can join the Marriage After God podcast patron team. And what this is, this is a group of of husbands and wives all over the country who support this podcast and support our daily prayer emails financially. And if you would like to do that, if this show has blessed you, if you are blessed by our daily prayer emails, we'd love to, love to invite you to join the Marriage After God podcast patron team by going to marriageaftergod.com forward slash patron. That's P-A-T-R-O-N, marriageaftergod.com forward slash patron. Well, we are in a new year, 2023. Can you believe it? Do we say 2023 or is it 2023? Just 23. Just 23. <laughs> Just 23. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> uh, you might be surprised to see us. Um, we're really excited to be here with you guys starting out the, the new year. Why would they be surprised, though? All fresh. <laughs> um, I think because when we finished the last season, which was just in December, uh, we told everyone to look forward to another season launching in the spring. And it's not the spring. But hey, it's never too early to dive into a good marriage podcast. And we're back and we're excited. <laughs> yeah. So instead of doing a seasonal podcast, we thought we'd go all the way back to like we did when we first launched the podcast back in 2018. Which is crazy. We had to go back and look it up. <laughs> we both didn't realize we, we started this far back. We thought it was 2019. So back when we started in 2018, we were doing a weekly episode. And that was really exciting and really great. And then after, I don't know how... I don't I know. I think it was like 75 plus episodes I don't straight. remember. Uh, we switched it to doing a seasonal thing, which which gave us and our family a bit of space in between mm -hmm. the seasons, which was really great. Lots of new babies between them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so here we are, and we're going to try a new thing, a new old thing. A new oldie goodie thing. Well, speaking of oldie goodies, if you <laughs> are new with us, you can go back to those 2018, 2019 and up episodes if you haven't listened to them and yeah, there's Check a lot, lot for you there. Um, I was just um, letting Jennifer know some of the analytics because I like to look at all that data. And one of our episodes, it's called um, Jesus is Our Passover, has had 58,000 downloads. Crazy. So you should definitely go check that one out. And then the last little bit of numbers I want to throw out there. 
We've just, I think just last episode of the last season, we broke 3 million downloads wow. of our podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Um, Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> yeah, this, it, uh, so that cool. only happens because you, you all who listen to this this podcast so <laughs> thank you okay so what can everyone enjoy from us this this next year i i should rephrase that what are people going to want to tell their friends when they talk about our podcast <laughs> hmm, hopefully good things um <laughs> hard things. things sometimes uh but i i think i'd love for people to say that we're real yeah that we we like to be honest that we're not in any way experts but definitely experts at sharing our story i was gonna say funny like i want them to say hey this podcast is really funny we do like to laugh a lot i, I like i think i'm funny I'm yeah funny. words like relatable yeah truthful uh those are things that we desire to be as podcast hosts sharing this content with you all yeah and on a more serious note uh i would want them to tell their friends uh what they say what they say doesn't matter it's what God says through them, like when yeah. his word comes out of them, it's just really good. It's a, it's a prayer I often pray before I, I teach is, Lord, let it be your words, not mine. Exactly. Um, it'll, if anything, it'll be a good dose when you guys follow along this year of, oh yeah, or good idea, or ouch, ouch. I need to work on that. <laughs> For the purpose of encouraging all of us to pick up our Bibles and pursue our spouse, right? Yeah, and to be honest, we actually say these things about our own content because when we're preparing these and thinking these, these are things that we're going through. So we actually feel the same way sometimes. So, Yeah, okay, so let's do that now. Let's get into this very interesting topic we All have right, here we're today. Here, and we're in <laughs> December, and a lot has happened since we... You just say we're in December. No, we're not in December. <laughs> we're just out. We were out, just out of December, but we a lot of stuff's been going on Yeah. since so- we ended the, the season. Yeah. I will say in December, it was uh, challenging for us. We kicked it off with being sick as a family and really, really sick. sick. <laughs> and that was terrible. What was most terrible about it is it's the beginning weeks of December is like you're just starting to have Christmas festivities. At least I am with the kids. And I was super bummed to like miss out on those things. Yeah, but we got to make some of it up because there were some really fun things that we got to do. Um, we got to make sugar cookies always and yeah. we love cookies in this family they don't last very long no we eat them all cookies. like the same day <laughs> usually i eat most of the dough before it makes it into the oven i had to wait till we got like much better before i, I jumped into that one uh we also did you already say this make gingerbread houses Mm-mm, i didn't say okay. it okay we no make... but i was thinking of g- gingerbread men <laughs> which we'll talk about <laughs> in a second we will well what, how would we dress up for the oh, yeah, yeah. christmas party um we went sledding christmas mm-hmm. shopping um yeah, we did all the things, yeah. even though we it was a pretty heavy with sickness. Once we got all better, we're like, okay, let's jam it all in. We have to get all the things in for the, before the we end have of the year. One and a half weeks, go. Yeah, so we we went to a Christmas party. Um, it's an annual party that we like to do with our friends. Yeah, and this one did we don't always dress up, do we? Was this no, a special one this year? We just decided we called it Nacho Average Christmas Party, and it was just so fun. Yeah, it was what I dressed up as a you you dressed me up as well, a we we wanted to go as a couple and so I was like gingerbread. That's awesome. But what you were a piñata. I was a piñata gingerbread. And you, your <laughs> costume it took you like days to make cuz she literally glued it all of this the, what is that it was stuff like called? Streamers. streamers all over her dress. And then I was a ninja bread man. Yeah, and we were the so greatest couple of all time, so <laughs> It was it was amazing. <laughs> Anyways, that was a lot of fun. 
We played like Family Feud. We played some Minute to Win It games. Mm -hmm. The Candy Cane Drop. There's some good ones there. What was there was a really fun. Oh, anyways, there were fun games. Oh, the box grab. Yeah, the box grab one was fun. There was a. Except you were supposed to let me win, and then you didn't. One of the wives there was so fast. She was so fast. She she beat everyone. Okay, we need to move on here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Amid the hustle of the season and experiencing joy, which we hope you guys all enjoyed um, over holiday break. We also encountered some back-to-back hard marriage moments. Um, some ways of responding to each other. That's Merry Christmas done. to us. No, <laughs> it was hard. And uh, more so, I just want to uh, personally admit that the Lord revealed to me how I was being disrespectful to you, Aaron, um, and how I was communicating, and I hurt you, and um, I just, in the midst of those things happening, I also was reminded by looking at my journal that I hadn't been abiding in uh, reading the word consistently throughout December. And I know that that plays a huge role in like how I feed my flesh instead of walking the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so there was just a lot of ups and downs emotionally and some, you know, moments of tension within our relationship that kind of uh, just influenced our experience. Yeah, and, and it didn't help that I was also not abiding in Christ really well this last month, um, in the month of December, and that made my responses not so great to mm. how you were responding to me. Like we were both irritable and just yeah, like sloppy in our relationship. It wasn't good. Yeah, but the Lord's good, and He uh, showed us and reminded us that we need to have grace with one another. That reconciliation is so important, and we yeah. we were we came back together and got we are through reconciled. these things. Yeah, and uh, well, and God using that situation, uh, like He has in the past with other situations, to show us that there's change that He desires in us. Yeah, that He's not okay with where we're at because He desires better for us, and mm-hmm. we're not okay where we're at because mm-hmm. we desire better for us. Yeah. It was during those, um, those, was it like a week and a half, two weeks of mm-hmm. being up and down together that the Lord simultaneously put a desire in our hearts to switch the podcast from being put off till spring to doing, to launching it in the new year and doing this weekly thing. And I think that's, it's not, I was going to say funny. It's not funny, but, um, you know, dealing you with communication, well, dealing with communication issues and then going, Hey, let's be professional communicators. About, uh, just about our little, marriage that is uh, grabbing our time with you. And you know, I always see in hindsight a lot better, but I was telling you this, Aaron, that um, once we m- made that decision to launch the podcast, being reminded that we have an enemy that doesn't like what we're doing, like th- yep. he's like, nah, I'm going to sabotage that one. <laughs> well, all the more why we're called to put on the full armor of God and to not be mm-hmm. lax in our our vigilance yeah. in our faith to guard ourselves better. Yep. And our and marriage. We, and I wasn't, you weren't. Mm-hmm. And the fruit of that <laughs> was evident. Yeah. So being professional communicators here, we are not exempt, exempt from the ways of the flesh just because we run a podcast. Like there's times that Aaron and I are mean to each other. There's times that we can be selfish. There's times that we, I am disrespectful or, mm-hmm. you know, struggle with submission and struggle with, the things that I want versus what you want. And we clash. Both both of us just struggling with irritability, being Christian, (laughs) just walking in God's spirit and, uh, being more fleshly than spiritual. 
um, which comes out of us when we're not abiding in Christ and when we're we're feeding the wrong thing in us, mm-hmm. um, as everyone listening would, would understand, because we, we all do it. Mm-hmm. So, we're, yeah, we're not exempt at all. In recognizing that we struggle with communication at times, um, I get down because I think there's no way we can we can do a podcast, you know, yeah, or we can worthy. share with others. Yeah, yeah that unworthiness thing, um, to which you and others in my life uh, say, because God doesn't use perfect people. It's true. And you reminded me of what Paul said in 1 Corinthians twelve nine, But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Which is funny because often we don't boast in the weakness. We <laughs> we boast about being strong, and then when we feel yeah. weak, we're like, oh, we can't do this. So here we are confessing yeah. that we're weak, and we desire the power of Christ to rest upon us. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yeah. the only reason I know I can sit here and be doing this right now. So, Well, and it's good because we need people to know that we, too, like them, need Jesus. Yeah, always. <laughs> All the time, yeah. I also want to admit that this is hard for me. The tension of perception and how I want others to view me um, as if I am perfect. Like if I am going to do this podcast and I'm going to be sharing with people, then I want them to see me as someone who does walk rightly or does know what she's talking about. (laughs) And doesn't make mistakes. It doesn't make mistakes. But the truth is, the reality is, I am still learning and I am still growing. We are. And we still have great days and we still have harder days. Mm. We still walk in righteousness and we still are confronted by our sin. Well, and God also used this, this, these moments, this time um, of struggle between us to remind us that one of the things that we prided ourselves in in the beginning of this ministry, starting The Unveiled Wife years ago, and later on Husband Revolution, is that we would share the reality of our life and not try and make it sound perfect, but actually show what God's teaching us through our imperfectness. That was something that we prided ourselves in. Mm. And we get reminded of it in the middle of our brokenness. And we're like, oh, that's what we, we, we need to be open with that stuff. Mm. So I guess that's the first little bit of discrepancy yeah. right there. Uh, but we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Before we move on any further, though, into talking about the main topic, I, I just wanted to remind everyone again one more time, uh, if you enjoy this episode... If you, any episode actually, um, instead of just leaving a review on the podcast for the podcast as a whole, which I'd love for you to do if you wanted to, um, we thought it'd be awesome if you guys would leave us reviews for individual episodes. Let us know which one you love, why you love it, what, maybe if there's something in it that stood out to you. And I just think that would add a lot of value to people reading the reviews and looking for why they should listen to these podcasts. So if you could do that, if you could take five minutes today. Um, and do that, we would really appreciate it. I wanted to share something that we experienced um, kicking off the first week of January with our church family. Mm. Was it the first of the year? It was the first of the year. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the first um, Sunday of the... First Sunday, <laughs> first, first day. of the year. We thought it would be cool to, well, all the men decided to come prepared to share desires that they had, hopes that they had for our church and we do home church so we've talked about that in the past yeah and so we have an intimate group of a handful of families with a lot of children we have (laughs) have about 10 families yeah um and so we kind of just popcorned around and different people shared different um just hearts desires to see growth in our church um some said you know to see more dedicated prayers of first response to circumstance um 
resting in the Lord regardless mm-hmm. of circumstance. So being able to have that peace yep. and that rest. Um, there was a ton of affirmations of, of giftings and roles that people have that we see in each other. Um, there was a desire for more growth and maturity. And and there was this um, like a remembering that we have influence and a role to fulfill within the body. And I think that it was so cool as, as a church to be able to walk through all of that and hear what everybody thought about fellowshipping together and what they hope it looks like in the future. And yeah, it was, love re- it? it was really encouraging to, to hear from the hearts of the, the, everyone there, all of our friends, but the, our whole church of what they want to see from themselves, from our church, but really like, what is God doing with us? Mm-hmm. What does he desire from us as a church? Uh, and so that was really encouraging. We got to pray about it as we went. So like someone would bring something up, like, I'd love to see, you know, this, I'd love to see our, our fellowship operate this way or, or the men do this or the women do this or whatever it is. And then we would just stop and pray about it mm-hmm. and say, okay, Lord, show us, reveal these things to us, give us wisdom and uh, lead us essentially. Yeah. What I loved about the experience is uh, usually at the end of the year, like we'll talk about our, our dreams and our, you know, hopes for our marriage or well, our, our business, this time. but our church did it this time. And it just felt really refreshing. I think. Well, it's encouraging too to, uh, no, it was cool to hear everyone's hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Everyone's in some levels aligned. And then in others, like, wow, we, there's some things that we can grow together yeah. in. It was super cool. Well, I kept personally hearing this word. Like, I just felt like God was encouraging me with this one word. This is like this idea a lot of people have of a word for the year, that yeah. sort of thing. Which I've done in the past, but I, I don't do it every year. But I kept hearing this word and I'm like, okay, God, like, why don't you just walk me through this one this year? (laughs) But the word became the uh, theme for today's episode and the words discrepancy. And just, I don't know why I've been so sensitive toward this word, but it's been really cool to kind of dig in and say, okay, God, what does it mean? What does it look like in my life? And why is it important? Yeah. And this, this word came out of a, I, I don't know what you were looking for, but like you were you were doing some sort of research probably for this episode or for, for yourself, but you, you I think s- it started because I was trying to look up Bible verses that have to do with discrepancy, but it didn't quite turn out that way. And then I went on a rabbit trail, but you, but it was cool. You came across this, this article about this, this concept of a, of self discrepancy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you read me some of the stuff from the article and you told me, and I was like, wow, that's a, that's a really cool uh, thought mm-hmm. uh, with the way they describe it. Yeah. On Wikipedia, it, sa- it states that uh, according to self discrepancy theory, that individuals compare their actual self to internalized standards or the ideal or ought self. So self discrepancy is the gap between two of these self representations that leads to negative emotions. Yeah. So that's the, that's the definition of self discrepancy theory, which we're not necessarily going to dig into this specifically, but it got us on this, this journey of like, okay, what discrepancies are there between the two selves of, of us, who we desire to be in Christ and who we are today. Uh, like you know, who we actually are. Who we actually are because how we operate. that's where this word discrepancy comes in is, you know, for you, you might see yourself as supposed to be or want to be this one way, mm-hmm. but then a different person comes out in the day to day. Right. And the same for me. I, I see myself or want to be mm-hmm. this way or should be mm-hmm. biblically this way. And yet I'm this right. person over here. Yeah. And that gap or that tension 
the definition was saying it leads to negative emotions those negative emotions can be like depression anxiety mm-hmm. or struggling in that space of thinking like i'll never change yeah. you know and that's frustrating which we we feel because i mean that's what you I felt, felt. Yeah. like why why do i keep doing this why does this keep happening and we've all asked these questions i've tried so hard and i never change mm-hmm. why can't i be this person mm-hmm. or maybe you do experience like incremental changes but not in this one particular area, you know, or maybe, mm-hmm. um, or you have experienced a lot of change in a lot of different areas, but then it comes back and you're struggling again. And yeah, it's just hard life. Well, and this is, <laughs> this is normal for the human condition. Yeah. Uh, the, and we're going to get into this more a little, little bit, but God knows this about us mm-hmm. <laughs> because we, we have ideals or, uh, versions of ourselves that we believe should exist in the real world, mm-hmm. but or, yet we are who we are now and it's not that person. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to add to that by saying, uh, perceived per- perceptions projected when we're in front of one group of people or someone else. Um, but you know, at home we're someone else. Well, and this we're, is probably going to be gonna another episode. Yeah. Or we might talk about this, but that, yeah. When we pretend to be that projected person, that, that, person over there that's hypocrisy yeah because we aren't that person right we act like we we are but we're not yeah okay so another definition from miriam webster says an instance of disagreeing or being at variance being at variance i know these are kind of like more technical terms but i kind of like taking things like this and applying it to like spiritual well being at variance i just literally thought of this uh it made me think of how we're supposed to be one but when we are at odds with each other, we're at variance mm. with each other. We're not unified, mm-hmm. and there's a discrepancy. There's yeah. a like, oh, we're not. We're like split. Yeah. Versus fused, being balanced or balanced, yeah. in harmony. Yeah. Um, Disagree. This was something else I looked up in my little search: percent, percent discrepancy or error. The discrepancy in a measured quantity for an instrument is the difference between its measured value and true value. The difference between these values is known as the absolute error, which I love that absolute error. When I read that, I was like, well, it's an absolute error when God's word says to be a respectful wife and then I'm disrespectful. (laughs) So something should weigh X, but when it's measured, it's measured at Y. So, yeah, so if God's word is the measure by which we live, what is the difference between that and how I choose to respond and act? Well, absolute error. It's an absolute error. Yeah. Well, and th- this <laughs> I is, love that. This is, why the, this is where the gospel comes in, right? We, when we recognize we are actually in absolute error because we are <laughs> not living up to the standard, mm-hmm. the, the actual true measure, mm-hmm. the true value, which is Christ. Which is Christ. Mm-hmm. We're in absolute error. That's really good. All interesting things here, guys. Okay, so Google, when I Googled, you know, sometimes they have these questions pop up. It said, how do you identify discrepancy? And then this was the response. Identifying discrepancies in data is simple. You compare two data sets for the same period of time and look for numbers that don't match up. So again, kind of technical, but let's dig a little deeper here. Yeah. The real challenge is understanding what caused the discrepancies and how to reconcile them. No... We just want to see that there is. So, because that's too much. <laughs> with the Lord, how do we get to that number? Right. With the Lord putting this word discrepancy on my heart, this is where I'm at for the year. the The challenge for me is to understand 
what causes the discrepancies? Well, I guess identifying them, but what caused the discrepancies and then how do I reconcile them? Which this is a, a good question for all of our listeners um, and, and a good recognition. We all can see easily the discrepancy in our walks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know when I'm not in the word. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's a discrepancy. I, I believe the word, but I'm not in it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know you should respect and, and, sub, and submit to me based off of what the Bible says. Yeah. But there's a difference in how we respond. I know I'm supposed to love you sacrificially, and I don't. And so that's easy to see. But like you said, the, the why does that exist? And how did we get to that point? And how do we and move how past we, them? And how do we reconcile, reconcile. The, the numbers on the, the sheet? Yeah. yeah. That's um, the harder thing, for sure. Something I think God wants me to be paying attention to is, are the differences I see when I compare who I am to, how, to who I want to be according to his word. And mm-hmm. when I see it, when I, when I see it, I get frustrated. I don't know about you. You said it's easy to see. I'm like, I get so frustrated because I'm like, that's well, not this, who I want to be. This when- goes back to that discrepancy theory. How you respond to the discrepancy is based off of whether you have an ideal or an ought. And I think you see that person as an ought. Like, I should be this person, but I'm not. Why not? And so you're frustrated and anxious about it. So I want to answer the question, how do I reconcile those differences to become one and the same? I think the uh, when when you were asking me this question earlier, I was thinking, well, if we have the wrong definition of the person we're trying to be then we'll never be able to <laughs> that's true reconcile yeah so if if i'm like well i need to be this person jennifer b jennifer version b is who i need to be but reality is jennifer b doesn't exist without christ mm. so there is no jennifer b in the picture unless there's christ in the picture and so like you said when we're not inviting in christ when we're not seeking that image we're not seeking his righteousness and his kingdom and his like those things then there can be no reconciliation so i think it's first recognizing if the person that we want to become has nothing to do with god's word like if Mm. it's not defined by god's word then we're then it's always going to be redefined every moment yeah but if we define it the correct way then we can at least know what we're shooting for yeah (laughs) you know we can we're we're shooting for the the you know Christ and yeah. His perfection, which we we understand we can't attain mm-hmm. on our own. Mm-hmm. We need Him. Yeah, and when we were talking about this earlier, you you said to me, um, "Well, there's a fight going on inside of you, and who you want to be, you cannot be on your own. You can't do it." Yeah, because you're you're constantly the the who we are today is constantly fighting who we want to be, ought to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I think the general solution to how do we get from A to B? How do we how do we fill that gap? I think it starts with a surrender. Our current self has to surrender to to Christ, the the future self. Mm-hmm. And say, "Okay, if this is the true value, what you say, then I need to surrender to that." And that's that that's how we shrink that gap because there is no perfection to be attained. And I hope that's an encouragement. Everyone listening is mm-hmm. we're not talking about like, Hey, we can't actually get there. No, I think one day we'll, when we're with our father in heaven, there's going to be, we're going to be with him and life and is like him. And life is the, the journey and the yeah. process every day inching closer to that one. And, 
I think even just a revelation I just had is instead of trying to constantly be the better me tomorrow, that the journey is are we're constantly moving toward Christ. Or recognizing his power in us. Yeah. So instead like instead of always feeling a failure because we didn't live up to, you know, whatever we're we're trying to imagine, we're just constantly moving toward him. Mm-hmm. Paul says it really good in Romans 7, verse 24, uh, when explaining this dichotomy between our flesh and the spirit. And he says, wretched man that I am, which is how we all feel. (laughs) I suck. Yeah. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. So he's showing this dichotomy of like, I want to serve the law, but I also have my flesh. And that, and he says, who's going to deliver me from this problem? And he says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ. Yeah, I really think you should keep reading because moving on into eight, it really. Mm-hmm. So in, in verse, uh, in chapter eight, he says, therefore, or there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Which pause? There's been so many times that I've felt just the the full guilt weight. and the sh- the shame and the full weight of my sin. And you've repeated this verse to me so many times. So, husbands, wives, anyone listening, tuck this verse away for when someone needs it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, in verse two, for the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. The law of the Spirit, when we walk in the Spirit, is freedom. We're set free in Christ Jesus. From this bondage that you feel, that I feel of, oh, I'm not performing right. I'm not fulfilling the law right. I'm not being the person I'm supposed to be right. No, we're set free from that bondage of that. But when we walk in the Spirit, we actually produce the things that the Spirit produces, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a few other verses that came to our mind when um, considering discrepancy and, and what, what does the Bible talk about? you know, and, and how to identify mm-hmm. that in us. So uh, one of the first ones was Matthew seven fifteen through 20. Do you want to read that? Yeah, and it, it starts off talking about false prophets, but I want to get to the, the point here. So it says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. Hmm. The point here is it's showing that on the outside, like I said earlier about this hypocrisy, these people show one thing, but on the inside are something else. Mm -hmm. God's telling us when when we walk in the Spirit... He changes the inside even before the outside represents what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so to bear good fruit, we must walk in the spirit, which God uses to change us from the inside. Mm. 
So instead of trying to find this, seek this outward thing, we should be seeking that inward transformation, Mm -hmm. which then does actually change us. Another one is also uh, James 3, 9 through 12. It says, with it, we bless our Lord and talking about our tongue (laughs) with it. We bless our Lord and father and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God from the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. Yeah, this is talking about our tongue and our words, but it's showing the discrepancy between things we say on one side of our mouth and things we say on the other side of our mouth. Um, That, you know, we bless God and we curse our brother. We have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in our hearts, yet we boast about our altruism and our love for our brother. This is discrepancy. This is something that we, we, we deal with. Um, so the, the fact that we sometimes, we like, oh, I want to be this kind of person, but over here we're, not, we're, we're okay with using, having a discrepancy in the way we speak and the things we say. Um, and that's where, this is another thing where looking at the true value, the true value is what God says. And as, as the word says right here in James, the, these things ought not to be so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a, there's a discrepancy that needs to be, a gap that needs to be closed there. Mm-hmm. Just going a little personal, is there anything that you've recognized that is like, there's just, is there a discrepancy in you or in something that you've recognized lately? Yeah. The, one of the things that I, you, you haven't have had an issue in the past and something that you're recognizing is how you communicate to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the same issue with you may not be in every circumstances, but when, when you're having a hard Your time, issue is how I communicate with you. No, <laughs> how I communicate with you, mm-hmm. uh, how I respond to you when you communicate to me a certain way, mm-hmm. instead of me being self-controlled and doing the, the right thing, yeah. I, I just do Gets the wrong thing also. Cycle. Yeah. Um, but I also, I've realized that, and it's something I have grown in, but I, I have a problem with the way I've talked to my, to communicate to my children, the way I can communicate to my friends. Which you've gotten better at. Yeah, There's I have. Affirm you, but like you have grown in that. And I appreciate that. But that that's something that God is showing me through this thing that's been going on with us. Yeah. And just saying, okay, like God wants to deal with this discrepancy. He wants to chisel it out of us. <laughs> yeah, he wants to cut it out. <laughs> um, yeah, there there's just kind of, highlighting more of this i've been i've been listening to a new podcast called uh, hidden brain and i'm really liking it it just talks about these concept of how our brains work uh, and the, he was talking with a guest the, the main uh, host and she said something that reminded me of this she said there's two versions of ourselves existing at the same time um, who we desire to be and who we are and we, that's why we've been talking about this but she called it the present self and the future self um, and often do you ever catch yourself like talking to yourself in that way? I don't. Do no. you do that? No. I mean, I'm not going to admit it now. <laughs> not. No, I don't think I talk to my future self. Okay. Um, but she said something that was pretty profound, that we often make our future self pay the consequences of our present self's choices. Well, that's true. Yeah. Like the so, donuts I eat today are going to affect me. Yeah. So today. your future self has to pay the consequences of that current. And she, this, now this, this podcast isn't faith-based at all. Um, but she's saying things. I'm like, Oh, that's exactly what the Bible says. She's talking about how, when, so you, you want to be healthy. You want to lose weight. You want to, whatever your future self desires, Mm -hmm. but you're like, you want this momentary fleeting thing. 
Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm going to sacrifice my future self's problems so like today I can have the pleasure mm-hmm. instead of sacrificing the pleasure today so that you can enjoy mm-hmm. the pleasure later. And so I just, it's good. it was reminding me of everything that you were talking about with this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I heard this episode and I was like, that's exactly what we're going through is, is we often, we sacrifice our future selves. We, we make them pay the consequence yeah. of our current actions. And just so I don't sound crazy, I immediately got that thought in my mind of how people write those letters to their 17 year old self or, you know, going oh, back like into, talking to your past self, maybe or yeah, going back and forth. That's, You're that's not what crazy. I'm sure there's a, everyone listening. <laughs> there's probably a bunch of people that are like, I don't yes. talk to myself. No, but having conversations with your future self, I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't usually think that far ahead, but that's also a problem. <laughs> I need to think a little bit further. Think ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where are we at? <laughs> well, I, so we're getting closer to the end of this, but the, <laughs> I think the idea, what, what I love about God and his word is the Bible is very clear and honest about who we are as humans. That's what I was going to say is honest. It's honest. So honest. Like it, it's a mirror. It, it says it's sharper than two, any two-edged sword cutting through the bone and marrow, and no one's hidden mm-hmm. from it. Like, and you read the word, when you truly read it and you look at it, you see your truest self. Mm. You're like, oh my goodness, I like when we just came out. Oh, I'm absolute error. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. But you also see the truth of who you are in Christ. Well, that, and that's what I'm saying is God created us and totally understands that we go through this stuff. Yeah. And what I love is it tells us that Jesus himself, he was tempted in every way common to man. Mm -hmm. So all these things that we're tempted with, tempted with um, feeling guilty Mm -hmm. about this or that, tempted with knowing that we, you know, wanting to do something this way. He's felt those temptations. Mm -hmm. No, he didn't sin. He's, he was, he understands us. Mm -hmm. Um, Romans seven eighteen. here's a good example. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. Again, this is Paul talking about this. He, he, the Bible knows that there's nothing good in us in our flesh alone. Mm-hmm. But we do have the desire. God's like, he sees this, this split. He sees this chasm. But what's awesome is um, with Christ, we, we can. can. Yeah. Christ even says, he says, it's good that I go away because if I go away, then God will send you the helper, Mm -hmm. his Holy Spirit. He sent him specifically to be our helper because he knows we need help so Mm -hmm. much with everything in life. And when we yield to um, his authority and we yield to his headship in our lives, we do see transformation. Yeah. Aaron has to remind me of this because sometimes I get cloudy in my woe is me. I'm so sad that I haven't changed yet. And you remind me of the good that's come. You remind me of the transformation that we've already made. Well, and I remind you that you have changed. Yeah. That who you are today. It's not who it was. Is a stark contrast to who you were 10 years ago. And you would, you'd be proud of the woman you are. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's so hard for us to see Mm -hmm. clearly. We think we do, but we don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't it's see true. clearly. Marriage tip number one. Yeah. We don't see clearly. Um, okay, so with this being a word that I'm going to be committing to dwelling on this year, a few questions came to my mind, and I don't necessarily have the answers to serve alongside these for you just yet, but more so I'm just like posing the questions and asking God to help me dig a little deeper uh, in order to be refined or chiseled. And these are like questions said. we want them to consider. Yeah, yeah, why don't you guys take the opportunity to just uh, let it soak in and and ask yourselves the same thing. So the first one is, is there a discrepancy in my spiritual walk 
between the things that I say I believe and what I actually believe. Mm. And this is where doubt really gets at me. This is where I, I know that I, I, um, I, I know that it comes out in mm -hmm. my actions because I'm going to do what I believe, right? And so it's gonna, I, I believe it's this, but I do this other thing. Really, right. I don't believe that. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a problem. That's identifying. That's a discrepancy. The first yeah. Thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Another question is in my marriage, do I have a double standard? I love you, but, or uh, serve me, but I can't serve you. you do yeah. I have that mentality? Um, do I uh, make commitments and say them to you, but don't carry them out? That's discrepancy in marriage. Yeah. Um, do I perceive myself to be a submissive wife? But but am I? Do I have that integrity in me to mm. be able to answer that truthfully? Um, and then the last one is when it comes to parenting. You know, am I? Am I? Oh, That's a good one. This is convicting <laughs> for me. <laughs> am I telling my kids to be kind, but I'm not being kind? Or or even in small things like no you can't you can't have that or you can't watch that TV right now and then not, not following through not following yeah. through and immediately letting them so that's just silly examples but it happens mm -hmm. um, so um, oh the other part of parenting is am I sharing with other moms like examples or yeah. like hey you should try this or do that but I myself am not doing that mm -hmm. and it just makes me think like absolute error <laughs> well and I. These questions are good for the husbands to be asking also. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they just need to change some of the details, yeah, yeah. but we we should be asking these questions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. I have one more. I skipped over it. In friendships, am I paying attention to what I'm saying and what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. Do I view myself as a good friend, but really in my actions, I'm showing something else? Yeah. So this is, it's a, it's a good thing for us to ask the Lord say, you know, Lord, show us, see if yeah. there's any wicked way in us as, as David prayed you know, to find those things in us and, and, and help us change God, mm -hmm. help change them in us so yep. we can be more like your son, Jesus. And then, so that was kind of like the group of questions for, you know, mm -hmm. relationships that I'm dealing with. And then bottom line is how do these discrepancies hurt myself and others? And I think that's a really important question to ask because mm -hmm. well, obviously like we don't want to go around hurting our spouse or hurting our children or hurting our friends. Yeah. Um, well, Proverbs eleven three says the integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them. Mm -hmm. I love that contrast of having integrity versus not and how obvious it is what we should choose. You know, one's straight and upright and one's crooked, mm -hmm. you know, and, and treacherous. And so we, when we, when we don't walk in integrity, when we don't, when we have deep discrepancy, because we're, we're all, again, we're, we all have discrepancy. We all have a distance between who God wants us to be and who we are today. Mm -hmm. But there are things that we can recognize, like those questions you asked, mm -hmm. that can actually bring immediate integrity and uprightness mm -hmm. into our relationships um, versus not having it and just staying where we're at and, and it causing brokenness and anger. Uh, you know, how does it make you feel when you, when you, when we end up in these areas where the discrepancy is actually hurting us? Yeah, I usually feel discouraged and, and disappointed and disparaging, like just, whoa, what's wrong with me? Yeah. You know, I get in my own head and I get down on myself. Because I remember, I, you, I remember you telling me in the middle of that, that discussion when we were like trying to like work through it. Yeah. You're like, I feel like I never change. Yeah. And I'm like, well, and that's what I was encouraging. I was like, well, you have changed. Mm -hmm. Right now you don't feel like it, but you have. Yeah. 
I think one of the biggest problems is that I'm just looking at myself in those moments. I'm looking at myself and how much I failed. And when we end up staying up late to talk about these things, and you remind me of Romans 8, 1, mm-hmm. and the, the comfort that and peace that I get from having anxious thoughts to relying on God's word and letting it seep in, mm-hmm. night and day difference. Well, and I just to close out what we're talking about, um, a, a, a discrepancy in my life. I'm just thinking about what those questions you asked. Yeah. Um, being convicted lately of always encouraging others in the podcast, in my relationships, with you, with my kids, with my friends, to be abiding in God's word. And then I myself don't abide in it that well. I, I go long periods of time with not getting deep into the word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you do, but you don't. Yeah, and but I'm I and I, I said this at church on Sunday. We know when we're abiding and when we're not. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, oh, maybe I was this week. No, we know. Mm-hmm. And so, th- but that's that right there. Abiding with Christ means that we're next to Him. Mm-hmm. So as He walks, we walk. Mm-hmm. When He sits, we sit. When He stands, we stand. Mm-hmm. And so, if we want to shrink that dis- that um, discrepancy, then let's walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. Let's abide with Him. This is the this is the lifelong solution mm-hmm. it's what it's what god desires what's really cool about what you just said is i got this picture of earlier you were talking about you know version a and version b of jen if if i'm only looking to myself and what i'm capable of as my version b jen i'm <laughs> kind of silly to think about that way um i'm never going to reach that and i'm going to feel that um discouragement come on mm-hmm. because i'm never meeting that because you never get to be because i never get to that but i what i hear you saying is I'm not looking towards version B gen. I'm supposed to be looking towards Christ and he is my picture. Yep. He is the one. Well, and like you said, in it's one way. It's not a version of me. It's a version of him. Yeah. And in one way you're, you're looking at yourself only. Mm-hmm. The other way you're looking at him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. So why don't we give them their new. We're done already? Yep. Oh, man, I want to keep going. All right. Well, they can keep going. (laughs) Okay. So we thought it would be fun if, um, since we kicked this off this new year with coming at you every week, um, we thought every month we would add a new growth spurt section to the end of our podcast. And so what we mean is um, for for four weeks, it will basically stay the same. And so we called it a growth spurt because we want to encourage you guys this, this year to take those to take those extra steps toward growth in your relationship with God, growth in your relationship with your spouse. And so for the month of January, we're going to focus on on building trust and building integrity. By, by doing what you say you by will. By doing what you say you will. And it kind of goes into that whole New Year commitment thing. I know people do resolutions and things like that. So we want to kind of tag along for this month. But we, we want to encourage you guys to do what you say you will do. Let your yes be yes and your no, no. And this is the first step towards getting rid of that discrepancy in your life, right? Like mm-hmm. if, you, if you're someone that struggles in a specific area with discrepancy, let this be one action that you can take to try and close that gap. So it's really easy. You just get a note card or post it, put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day and write an area or a, a, a sentence on it or whatever, whatever a word, whatever you think is going to help you remember, something that you struggle to commit to and just make a commitment 
to do it. Do you want to give a couple of examples? Just that will be easy for um, if husbands it's, and wives. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are committing to diets and exercise. Uh, if you say you're going to get up, get up. Um, I, you give an example of if you say you're going to do something with your kids, do it. Mm-hmm. I told uh, Wyatt tonight, he always wants us to snuggle him. Yeah. And I said, I can't tonight. And, and then I usually I say, and he's like, well, can you do it tomorrow night? And I'll say, maybe. But then I was like, Wyatt, I will. So now you got to stick to that. And I'm going to stick so to it. Yeah. We know what Aaron's going to write on his little post-it note. Okay. Yeah. Um, another one might be like, if you say you're going to be home at this time, be home at this time. If you say you're going to... That's a big one in marriages, I think. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. Um, anyways, you guys get the idea. This is to um, encourage you with doing what you say and um, closing that gap on discrepancy. Awesome. The last thing that we want to do, which we always have done, which we love doing with you guys, is closing out with a prayer. So please join me, us. (laughs) Dear Lord, thank you for our lives. Thank you for this new year, and thank you for all of the opportunities you will give us this year to grow, to love, and to honor you. We pray we would be paying attention to the ways in which your Holy Spirit is leading us throughout each day. Please help us tune our ears and our hearts to hear your voice. We pray we would take seriously the commitments we make and strive to live with integrity. We pray we would understand who we are in you, and may our choices reflect our belief that you are transforming us. When we realize a discrepancy in our lives, please show us the way to reconcile how we feel and what we choose to do. Lord, please help us to walk uprightly, to honor our marriage, and to fulfill your purpose for us. In Jesus' name, amen. We're looking for people who have been blessed by this free podcast and our free daily marriage prayer emails and who want to help be a blessing to others. Creating and hosting this podcast and sending out our daily emails do incur a financial cost. And we want to invite you to join our faithful patron team to help financially support these resources so that they can remain free for all who need them. Please join our patron team today and become one of the faithful financial supporters who desires to help bless thousands of marriages around the world. Your support will help us pay for the creation, hosting, and promotion of our podcast and daily emails. Thank you, and we hope to see you become a Marriage After God patron.